week two of the NFL season is here. And these are the top 24 running back rankings that will help you win your fantasy matchup. And we're starting with the beautiful man in Christian McCaffrey, who saw 81% of the snaps for his team week one, the third most of any running back. It seemed like he had a bad week, still elite usage. Now, McCaffrey only saw 11 carries and five targets, 16 total opportunities, which is low for him. But the Panthers only ran 53 offensive plays. Expect this number to increase and McCaffrey to see more usage. And then there's Jonathan Taylor, who last week saw an unreal 37 opportunities because the game went to overtime and he's a monster. Now, the crazy part about that is the Colts were trailing basically the whole game. It took a 17-point fourth quarter comeback and he still saw this many touches. He put up over five yards per carry, 160 yards on the ground. He's clearly a top two option this week. And then the number three option this week is Saquon Barkley. And that's because Saquon saw his best usage since 2019. He led the Giants, including wide receivers, in targets with seven, routes run with 21, and touches with 24. And now he gets to face the 31st ranked Carolina Panthers run defense. Good spot for Saquon. And speaking of good matchups, Dalvin Cook gets to see the Eagles. Cook is my number four ranked running back this week, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Eagles were top five in yards allowed and could not tackle DeAndre Swift last week. And the other side of this is that Dalvin Cook saw 20 carries and three targets last week. An elite role, no matter how good Madison is, he cannot take touches away from Dalvin Cook. And my running back five this week is Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette played 76% of the snaps week one, and he actually saw 90% of the snaps until the fourth quarter. This is his backfield. Now, if we include the week one performance and date back to last year, Leonard Fournette is a top 16 running back in 12 of his last 13 games. Now, for week two, I like Fournette. I like his ability to go over 100 total yards with his receiving work, but I actually have him under 69 and a half rushing yards this week. I have him around 57 rushing yards. And you can take this under as well. It's linked in the description. And when you do that, you get access to my weekly rankings and projections for the entire season, which comes with a $20 Amazon gift card. Go ahead and check it out down below. Next up is Joe Mixon, who's my running back six. He saw an elite 34 opportunities in the overtime game week one. Now, this was definitely skewed since the Bengals ran 100 offensive plays. But it's nice to know that Mixon ran around on 85% of Burrow's dropbacks. He is a full three down back. And for what it's worth, he saw all four red zone touches. Now, my running back seven might surprise you, but it's Daryl Henderson, who's a top 10 back this week. He was second amongst all running backs in week one with an 82% snap share for the Rams. Elite. And he ran a route on 78% of Matt Stafford's dropbacks, which led to a very good five targets. And now the Rams are 10 and a half point favorites this week with a 29 point team total, which sets up perfect for a starting running back in Henderson. Now, let me explain why Derrick Henry's all the way down at running back eight. He saw just one out of the eight third down snaps for the Titans last week. Now, yes, he still saw 20 plus rushing attempts, but here's the concern. The Titans are 10 point underdogs this week, which likely means less rushing attempts for Henry. And if he's not on the field on third downs, less snaps overall. And oh yeah, the Bills gave up the least rushing yards week one amongst any team. Now my running back nine this week is Austin Eckler, who's going to play on Thursday night. And whether you're watching this before or after the game, you should be aware that Eckler only played 49% of the snaps week one. And his backup running backs each saw 25% of the snaps. This never happened last year. He never saw this low of a snap share. And for what it's worth, the only red zone carry of the game went to Sony Michelle, not Austin Eckler. Now let's get into my number 10 running back. And that's Lions running back DeAndre Swift, who produced 175 yards week one. But the problem? Jamal Williams still played 33% of the snaps and saw 42% of the opportunities. And Williams led the entire NFL with six red zone touches to Swift just seeing two. So Swift is still a solid play, but he lacks the major upside due to Williams taking his touches. Now let's talk about my running back 11 and Alvin Kamara. In week one, Kamara ran around on just 47% of Jameis Winston's dropbacks. And this is a major concern because that's 20% lower than he averaged last year. And he relies on his targets. Less routes means less targets. And not to mention, he saw zero red zone touches week one. 
this is something to monitor. Now, my running back 12 is Javante Williams, who started for the first time ever in his career week one, and he played 59% of the snaps. Here's why this is significant. If you look back at his rookie year snap share, this is his highest snap share in a game where Melvin Gordon actually played ever. And more good news, Javante played on every single two-minute drill snap. My running back 13 is Nick Chubb, who was actually outsnapped by Kareem Hunt, but still saw eight more opportunities. And this man is impressive. He had 88 yards after contact and led the entire NFL with 11 broken tackles in one game last week. And now he has a fantastic week two matchup versus the New York Jets as he's a six-point favorite. Now, next up is the running back 14 this week, Najee Harris, who says he's going to play. Now, Najee saw just 12 touches before leaving with injury and only averaged 2.1 yards per touch. Continuing his rookie year poor efficiency, and a lot of it has to do with playing behind the number 25 run blocking unit of the offensive line in Pittsburgh. And to make matters worse, this is a really bad game environment, just a 40-point total, and the Steelers have just a 19-point team total. Najee is a touchdown or bust player. Now let's talk about my running back 15 and James Conner. Conner saw a very healthy 72% of the snaps, and this game was a blowout, so he came off the field in the fourth quarter. He was likely going to play about 80% of the snaps, which would have been top five on the week. He saw 70% of the opportunities, which is solid, and it's worth noting he saw all three red zone touches for the Cardinals. He still has that great touchdown upside. And Price Picks isn't accounting for him being pulled off the field in the fourth quarter for the blowout, so I take the over 44 and a half rushing yards for James Conner. You can get that and all those perks, the rankings, the gift card, and a whole bunch more linked in the description below. Now, my running back 16 this week is Aaron Jones, who played 60 to 61% of the snaps last week. However, Jones saw just 38% of the opportunities, which was 15% less than his average last year. A.J. Dillon saw more work, but Jones was pulled off the field in the fourth quarter for a blowout. And although A.J. Dillon saw more opportunities, it was actually Aaron Jones who played more snaps like we just discussed, and Aaron Jones ran more routes. Second on the team in routes when A.J. Dillon was seventh on the team in routes. Translation, you could expect Jones to still operate as the running back 1A in week two. And now my running back 17 is Cordell Patterson, who saw a career high 25 touches as my tweet implies right here, which was an 84% opportunity share. Out of all the backs, that's 36% higher than last year. Translation, he is one of the few workhorse backs in the NFL. Go get this old man. And then make sure you're starting my running back 18 and A.J. Dillon, who we just discussed led the Packers in opportunities week one. And yeah, it might have been a little bit fluky, but this is great usage. He also saw two red zone carries compared to Aaron Jones just seeing one, and one of those led to a rushing touchdown. So although Aaron Jones is likely still the 1A, this was great that week one, Dillon was getting this much usage. This is very, very good. Make sure you start on him. And then make sure you start my running back 19 and Josh Jacobs. Look, Jacobs was productive week one, 57 yards on 10 attempts. He just didn't get a lot of volume because they were trailing. He saw, though, 60% of the snaps. He was the running back one. However, he saw zero third down snaps, which led to less targets. He only saw one target week one. And if we looked at his weekly targets from last year, he saw one or fewer targets just one time all of 2021. So this is a concern. Now, although I'm concerned about his receiving game usage, I think he's going to be really solid on the ground, assuming he gets 12 to 15 carries. I take the over 57 and a half rushing yards. You could do so as well with the link in the description. Now let's discuss my running back 20 and Chase Edmonds, who is a workhorse back. And it's about time. He saw 73% of the running back opportunities week one, where he most start the only other running back to see a touch, which is 22% more than Edmonds saw all of last year. He's a top 20 back this week. And this guy is my number 21 running back, but I'd try and sell him if he can. And that would be Antonio Gibson, who actually did score 16 and a half fantasy points week one. He was a good DFS play, but as PFF points out right here, he never played on any third down and longs or the two minute offense, which means his seven targets are unlikely to continue to be 
be repeated. Now, my running back 22 is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and he plays on Thursday Night Football, but this is important to know. He ended up splitting the snaps through the first half with teammate Jarek McKinnon, who actually looked good out there. So he's somebody who's also a sell candidate. He's my RB22. And if you're seeing this before Thursday Night Football, I like him over 45 and a half rushing yards. He averages over 60 rushing yards in games with a 50-plus point total, and this one has a 50-plus point total. Go get it, people. Link down below. My running back 23, Kareem Hunt. He saw two more snaps than Nick Chubb last week. He should see around 45% of the opportunities and has that good matchup versus the Jets. And my running back 24, oh yes, old man Rex Burkhead. And Rex Burkhead led the Texans' backfield last week in rush attempts with 13, routes run with 27, and targets with 7. He's well ahead of the rookie Damian Pierce right now. So there you have it. My top 24 running backs for week 2 of the NFL season. Now, if you want to see the best waiver wire ads for this week, then be sure to check out this lovely video right here. And if you're not already, double check and hit the subscribe button, you beautiful people.